to the Mind Your Hormones podcast. My name's Corinne, and I'm a board-certified holistic nutritionist who went from no period from mismanaged PCOS to a regular one. Now, I'm obsessed with helping you get hormonally balanced and emotionally aligned. This podcast is all about education, empowerment, real talk, and simple strategies you could start today to find inner peace and overall well-being. I am so excited to be here with you to chat about all things health, hormones, and mindset. Are you ready? Let's get it. Oh, baby, I'm so excited for today's episode. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to Mind Your Hormones. I cannot wait to talk to you about this because these are three habits that I used to do literally all the time that are super, super common and that are really messing up your cycle and your fertility by dysregulating your blood sugar. And if you've listened to this podcast for a hot second, you know that I talk about blood sugar a lot because it's one of the major root causes of all hormonal imbalances. This is why it is the very first module of the Mind Your Hormones Method, which if you're unfamiliar with that is, it's my online course, okay, that helps you balance your hormones, all the things. So anyway, we are going to be talking talking about these three habits, how they mess up your fertility, how they mess up your cycle, and why they dysregulate your blood sugar. And then, of course, you know the vibe. I'm going to be giving you tips that are like realistic for you to really combat these habits and start shifting them so that they aren't jacking up your blood sugar. Because again, the reason why your blood sugar is so, so, so important for your hormones is because your blood sugar levels are tied to your insulin levels. And insulin is a top-tier hormone, meaning... It when it's off, it causes the domino effect and affects all the other hormones. Honestly, if any of your hormones are off, it's going to cause that domino effect. But insulin, as well as cortisol, they're really like the top dogs. Like they are so, so, so important. And if that is off, it is 100% going to affect everything else, which is why one of the most important things you could do for your menstrual cycle, for your fertility, for your energy, for everything is to get your blood sugar under control. Because Again, it doesn't just impact your reproductive hormones. It, re- it affects your cortisol, your DHA, your estrogen, progesterone, testosterone, yes, all of that. But it's not just going, when your blood sugar is dysregulated, it's not only going to affect your cycle and your fertility. It's also going to impact your energy levels, your metabolism, your weight, your mental clarity, your moods. Literally, it's tied to everything. Um, so this is one of the reasons all these habits that I did, which we're going to talk about, it's part of the reason why for so long, I had an irregular period. I wasn't getting my period. I had migraines. I had cramps. When I did get my period, I was popping my doll. It would be like three times a year, but I still was. I had facial hair growth. I had body rashes, IBS, all these things. It was all coming from mismanaged PCOS. I didn't even know I had at the time, but all of those symptoms are, will be healed and will be supported when you start balancing out your blood sugar. Obviously, that's not the only thing that we need to do, but it is absolutely one of the best places to start. And it's going to affect every single area of your body because again, your hormones are chemical messengers that flow through your bloodstream. So when something is off, it's going to affect literally everything else. So let's get into it. The three habits that we are talking about today are number one, drinking caffeine on an empty stomach. Number two, having sugar on its own. And number three, skipping meals. Okay. So I'm raising my hand. I did all of these things multiple times over the years. Okay. So if you're like, holy shit, 
Corinne, I do literally all of these things, or I do one of them, two of them, whatever. You're not alone. Most people do a lot of these things, but what most people don't know is that it really is impacting their blood sugar. And we're going to talk about why. So let's start with the first one, caffeine on empty stomach. I talk about this a ton. So if you haven't already listened to the episode that I did on caffeine specifically, I have two episodes on it. One just about caffeine and your fertility and another one about how you can support yourself um, without totally giving up caffeine. So I'm going to link those below. Um, part of it is about this, is not having it on an empty stomach. The first thing that you put in your body it during the day or in the morning sets the tone for your blood sugar for the rest of the day. So if the very first thing that you're consuming is caffeine, whether that's pre-workout, whether that's coffee, whatever it is for you, it spikes your blood sugar levels. It also negatively impacts your cortisol, but right now we're just talking about insulin and blood sugar levels, but it does impact your cortisol as well in a negative way, which I'll talk, I talk more about in the caffeine episodes. So you could always go back to that after this, but um, so it's, it's spiking your blood sugar and what goes up must come down, which is why most uh, people who are having coffee first thing in the morning also experience a mid afternoon crash, which, or, or pre-workout in the morning, you experience a mid afternoon crash that causes you to grab or go for another cup of coffee because you need another pick me up because again, it's spiking your blood sugar. It's also spiking your cortisol levels in the morning. What goes up must come down. So you have that crash, not only of your cortisol levels, but we're specifically talking about blood sugar. When your blood sugar crashes, you're going to feel fatigue. You're going to feel brain fog. You could feel shaky. You could feel irritable. You could get headaches, all of that stuff. So that's part of the reason why you might be, (coughs) excuse me, that's part of the reason why you might be experiencing that mid afternoon slump throughout the day. So Instead of, if you're like, okay, Corinne, but I'm not ready to give up my caffeine. Again, I did a whole nother podcast episode on this. You could check that out. But if you're not fully ready for that, what I'm telling you to do is just to at least have a protein, fiber, and healthy fat-rich breakfast before you have your caffeine, whether it's your pre-workout or whether it's your coffee. Now, I know some of you are like, oh, but I work out first thing in the morning and I have to have my pre-workout before I work out. First of all, what I would say is number one, do you really need the pre-workout? Do you really need it? Are you, do you really need to jack your cortisol levels up when you're about to do a workout that's going to increase your cortisol levels anyway? Um, is it just a mental thing that you think you need the, the pre-workout because you think you're getting a better workout or because you want to sell these supplements, whatever it is, like really tap into that. Do you actually need it? Okay. Is what I would say. And also, if you are going to still consume it, make it a priority to have some form of breakfast first so that your blood sugar levels are at least stabilized. Okay. Because this is going to what, this is what's going to really give you the long-term benefits of not only seeing results from workouts, but having better energy, better metabolism, better thyroid function, better moods, better cycles, better fertility, all of the things. Okay. So here's an example of a breakfast you could have. Cause if you're like, I'm on the go, I don't have time to just make breakfast first thing in the morning. You could do something easy like overnight oats. Okay. You could do, uh, obviously all organic, um, rolled oats with almond milk with a vegan protein powder. I personally love Truvani and Sun Warrior, uh, vegan protein powders. I'm a chocolate girl, but they have other flavors, obviously. Um, you could do mixed berries with that. Two tablespoons of some type of healthy fat, two tablespoons of hemp seeds or pumpkin seeds or almond butter or, um, uh, 
Uh, or you could even just do two tablespoons of nuts, not even butter, just like walnuts or cashews or something like that with some cinnamon, mix it up in a mason jar, put it in the fridge overnight in the morning. It'll be ready for you. Okay. You could do that warm too, if you have time to actually do it in the morning, but if you want something quick, overnight oats is a really awesome option. Obviously smoothies are a great option, but you want to make sure it has that protein fiber and healthy fat. So that's just an option for you. Overnight oats with almond milk, vegan protein powder, mixed berries, two tablespoons of a healthy fat, some cinnamon. You're good to go. Okay. I don't know why I don't talk about this more because I'm fully obsessed with this company. I'm obsessed with these products. If you are someone who is currently pregnant or you are trying to conceive or you are going to start trying to conceive within the next six months or you're postpartum and you end or are possibly breastfeeding, you need to know about the company needed. I actually interviewed one of the CEOs of this company on the podcast, which we could link below if you haven't listened to that episode yet because it was so freaking good. But obviously, if you've been listening to this for a while, you know that I'm currently pregnant. I'm 22 weeks at the time that you are listening to this. I have been taking needed prenatal for months and months and months before I started even trying because, again, I recommend taking a prenatal and full supplement protocol at least six months before starting to conceive. Um, So anyway, the reason why I want to talk to you about this is because there are so many prenatals on the market that are complete shit. Even the ones that doctors prescribe to their patients, my clients will come to me with prenatal that their doctor has prescribed to them. And I'm literally mind blown at not only how insufficient the actual amount of nutrients that are in the prenatal are, but also the fillers that are in there. It is absolutely awful. Um, 97% of moms take a prenatal vitamin, but 95% are still depleted because most prenatals are dosed at the bare minimum, minimum levels to just like you know, reduce the risk of having like deformities and stuff like that in your child. But we're not trying to do that. We're trying to thrive. So if you want to learn about a really high quality prenatal vitamin, I highly recommend checking out Needed. They support your micronutrient, your microbiome, your protein needs. They have so many different products. They really support you in feeling your best because not only do they have nutrients in therapeutic range, meaning nutrients at a higher level where it's actually going to make a difference in your body, but they're also in absorbable forms, which is so important. A lot of prenatals have folic acid in there, which was not an absorbable form that the body can actually metabolize. It needs to have folate. Of course, needed has folate. I can go on and on and on about the B vitamins, about the choline, about the vitamin D levels, about the magnesium, specifically the zinc, like all of their nutrients in their prenatal are absorbable forms of the body. They are third-party tested for safety and purity. Like I am such a stickler for supplementation. I do not just take any supplement. I'm really, really cautious about which ones I take. So I highly, highly, highly recommend this brand. Of course, I'll put the link in the show notes. Um, you also have an option of getting a prenatal powder or a prenatal capsule. Those have iron and choline. Check out all their products. And if you want to learn like more specifically about supplement protocols and stuff, you know I have a masterclass on that as well. Um, but if you want to shop at Needed, you could use code Corinne to save you a discount. Um, if you want to do like a little trial, you could use, um, I think it's code Corinne trial. We'll put all the codes in the show notes for you, okay? Um, so check it out. If you have any questions, you know where to find me. I know you're going to be obsessed with these products because not only are they actually working in your body, they make you feel good, but you know they're, they're nourishing you and your baby or your future baby. Oh, it's so good. Needed.com. This is needed.com. Use code Corinne at checkout for a discount. All the info will be in the show notes. 
So that is number one. Number two is having sugar on its own. Now, obviously we know if we're talking about blood sugar, that sugar is going to negatively impact our blood sugar. Okay. Like everyone knows this at this point that we don't just want to have a ton of sugar all the time. It's not good for your body, but it negatively impacts it even more when you're having the sugar on its own rather than having it paired with a protein or with a healthy fat or just after a meal. So what I mean by this is, of course, when I'm talking about sugar, we're talking about like cakes, cookies, things like that. But even for people who have, for who are really working on balancing out their hormone imbalances, it is also really, really important that you aren't even having fruit by itself. Um, specifically if you have PCOS or if you're in a really dysregulated place. So if you're like having an apple for a snack, instead have an apple with almond butter because the almond butter, the healthy fats that are in the almond butter, it's like putting a coat on your fruits, on the sugar, so that it slows down the spike that you're having. Okay, so it works for fruit as well. So you could have, you know, whatever like fruit that you're having with almond butter, or you could do it even with like a handful of nuts or something like that. But then even if you're talking about like if you're going to have a cookie or like coconut ice cream or whatever, have it right after your balanced blood sugar meal, right after your protein, fiber, and healthy fat rich meal. So your blood sugar is already stabilized. So instead of just like having it throughout the day as like a snack or something, like you're just like, oh, I just want to grab a cookie really quick. We don't want to do that on its own. It's way more beneficial. Obviously it still is not like, you know, ideal, but whatever, it's more important for you to have this sugar after your meal. Like if you're, again, if you're at a party, obviously most of the time dessert is after a meal, but sometimes it's like hours after. Um, and it's actually better to have it closer to when you had your meal so that your blood sugar is stabilized. You still have that protein, healthy fat and, fi- and fiber all in there to slow down the absorption of that sugar spike. Okay. So it's not always about cutting everything out. It's about pairing things properly so that you can support yourself better when you are consuming these things. Again, that doesn't mean to just like have all types of sugar all the time, but this is how you can kind of like hack your blood sugar in a way um, so that it does support you more. Okay. So that is number two. Number three is skipping meals. This is huge. And this is something that a lot of people do who are obviously, if you're listening to this, I know you're ambitious. I know you're doing a lot of things. Maybe you're a mom. Maybe you are an entrepreneur. Maybe you are, you have a full-time job and you're running a side hustle. Maybe you're a nurse and you work long hours. Like everybody is busy in their own way. Um, so skipping meals is something that a lot of people face. And also a lot of people think that we could just you know, skip meals because it's going to help us actually lose weight, um, which is things that we were taught or just like societal things like, oh, obviously the less calories you have, the less food you're eating, the more you're going to lose weight. That does not fly. That's not how your hormones work. We're not fully getting into that right now because I'll be here forever. But when you are skipping meals, what happens is it causes your blood sugar to crash, crash along with your energy levels. Okay. So we don't want to skip breakfast for sure. Don't want to skip breakfast. Uh, we don't want to skip lunch. We don't want to skip any meals. Okay. So what I want you to aim to do is to have three main meals a day. Okay. That could also look like having a snack in between, depending on your, you know, your specific body type, depending on your energy levels, uh, depending on your energy output, I should say, how much you're maybe moving your body. Everybody is different with that. Obviously, I would need to know you a little bit closer capacity, but in general, 
aiming to have about three main meals a day with possibly a snack in between when needed is what we want to go for. Um, and this could seem overwhelming for people if they're like, okay, but like I have to prep three meals. Like, how am I going to do that? Having things prepped on hand and having leftovers so you could create quick meals and grab and go is so, so, so helpful. So like prepping smoothies in advance is so easy, whether it's for breakfast, whether it's for a mid afternoon snack, whatever it is. Um, again, always focusing on that protein, fiber, and healthy fat, doing the overnight oats for breakfast. So it's ready for you. Um, making things ahead of time, like making a big batch of quinoa, making a big batch of beans, whether you cook the beans from scratch, or if you just get them in a BPA free box or something like that, you could do that. Just cook them ahead of time. Um, you can have, uh, like mixed, I I always buy the organic already pre-washed mixed greens. So I don't have to sit there and chop and wash and do all that stuff. It's just like the path of least resistance. So you could get that. You could roast a bunch of veggies ahead of time have them in your fridge, have cut up veggie sticks in your fridge so that you could just like grab and go and you can mix and match. So for example, you could do, um, like if you have a big batch of quinoa or a big batch of beans, like made for the week or, or brown rice, whatever it is, you could throw some cooked quinoa, some beans on that pre-washed, um, sorry, you could do the cooked quinoa and some beans. Oh wait, maybe I did say that on the pre-washed mixed greens. as like a salad. You could throw half an avocado on there, maybe cut up a couple tomatoes to get some color. You're good to go squeeze some lemon on there. Maybe a little apple cider vinegar, olive oil, whatever it is you're good to go. You could even do it separately without a salad. You could just do the quinoa, the beans. Maybe if you roasted some veggies, throw that on there, half an avocado, you have another meal right there. Um, You could do veggie sticks with hummus for a quick snack. Um, Again, smoothies are really easy. So having these easy things on hand is what's going to make it easier for you to not skip meals. And when you do cook, if you're cooking dinner or whatever, whatever you're making, make way more than you need so you can have leftovers for the next day, even whether it's the same exact meal the next day, or you mix and match it with something else, it's going to be so much more supportive for you than cooking every single thing from scratch all the time, which is just not feasible. Um, so those are the three habits you want to avoid. So they're not jacking up, not only your cycle and your fertility, but literally your metabolism, your energy, moods, all of it. And some tips for you to start really balancing out that blood sugar, because again, I cannot stress it enough. When you make these small shifts to support your blood sugar, you are going to see a massive difference in not only how you feel day to day, but it's going to support your menstrual cycle. It's going to support your fertility. It is so freaking important. I will say it over and over and over again. This is why it is not only the first module in the Mind Your Hormones Method, but it's probably the most extensive module in the Mind Your Hormones Method. The other modules we focus on are the other major root causes of hormone imbalances, like nourishing your nervous system, uh, nurturing your gut and reducing inflammation nutrient deficiencies and making sure that we are not nutrient deficient, supporting your liver detoxification pathways. Like these are the other things that we focus on because that is the recipe for success. The main thing that you want to focus on when your hormones are out of balance is obviously addressing the root cause. Where are these coming from? Where are these symptoms coming from? Why are my hormones out of balance? What is going on? Why are none of the things I'm doing working? It's because you have to address the body as a whole, your blood sugar, your nervous system, your gut, your liver, your nutrients, like this 
this is what causes success, no matter what your hormone imbalance is, because when those functions, when those organs, when those systems in your body are functioning optimally, it is a guarantee freaking tea that your hormones are going to balance out, which is why the Mind Your Hormones Method is so effective and why I'm literally obsessed with it and talk about it all the time. Because I know if you're listening to this and you are someone who's on that path and maybe you have an irregular period or it's painful, you have PMS, or you have low energy or your sex drive is shot, you want to stop birth control, you want to naturally conceive, like this is the path, the step-by-step roadmap that's going to support you in getting where you want to go and just literally feeling your absolute best in the process and feeling good in your body. So if you are interested in that, you could join at any time. The link is always in the show notes. You could check it out. I would love to support you in that way, but I hope that this episode was helpful for you. Um, let me know what you thought. Let me know what tip you're going to focus on. Again, take it one step at a time. If you're like, Corinne, right now I'm having caffeine on an empty stomach. I have sugar on its own. I'm skipping meals. Like I'm doing all the things. Just start with one thing and, and go from there. What I would start with is the first thing we talked about is not having caffeine on an empty stomach. That is the number one thing I would start with. Then I would focus on not skipping meals. And then I would focus on the sugar on its own. That's like the order of importance um, that's going to really give you the biggest bang for your buck. So I hope you love this episode. I so appreciate you sharing this with friends and tagging me on Instagram. When you share it, it makes me so happy to know that you're vibing with this podcast. It's growing so much and I appreciate it more than you know. Uh, Thank you so much for being here with me and I'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much for being here. If you loved this episode and learned something valuable, please share it with a friend who you think would also love it or post it on social media and tag me so I could personally say thank you for helping me spread this important message. I am beyond grateful to be here with you. So until next time, stay intentional, stay consistent, and always mind your hormones.